God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from the Lord. And lift you up, and I magnify. 
along with others, but this is the day that I'm going to talk about her. Amen. I love her and her husband. Right. Hakeem, I can call on Hakeem. He don't say much, but if I call on him, I count on him. <laughs> Amen. If Hakeem say he coming, he coming. Right. Now, if Hakeem don't call me back, he might not come. <laughs> but I can deal with that. Because then he'll show up anyway. But it's good to know that a couple like this is working out their life yeah. in God. And now I want to introduce to some of you for the first time, and those who have listened to the broadcast have heard her before, I want you to listen to and pay attention to Minister Karen McLeod. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Short prayer 
and then I'm gonna move along. Amen. At first, um, yeah, I'm gonna say my prayer, and then I'm, I'm gonna really tell y'all something. <laughs> Woo! Heavenly Father, I just come to you as, as gracious as I know how, Father God. I ask that you have me behind the cross, oh Father God, and you step forward, oh Father God, and speak a word to your people, oh Lord God. I thank you for the great things that you are doing in this body, oh Father God. I thank you for the great things that you're putting in my mind, oh Father God. I thank you for the great things that you have brought us out and that you're going to bring us through, oh Father God. I thank you, Lord, on this day. Oh Lord God, all I know how to do is praise your name. That's all I know how to do, Lord, is praise your name. And I just want to thank you, and I give you all the honor and the praise on this day. Amen. Amen. I would like to acknowledge my husband, Hakem Demarca, and my grandson. He don't be wanting to come, but once he get here, he be cool. That's how I say it. You know, the first thing I was pressing the Lord so much to give me something, I said, okay, if you don't give me something, I'm just going to go up there and say, Jesus wept, and I'll see y'all later. That's what I was going to do. Because that's scripture. Uh-huh. Okay. He went. And I, I was just like, uh, girl, is you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you got so much inside of you, you need to share. Amen. Amen. And so I was just like, wow. I, I know I drove my husband crazy because he comes out, I got the Bibles all over the place. And I'm reading and I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You know, every time God gets ready to do something great in you, the enemy comes in and confuses you and distract you and put you in a state that you know you shouldn't be in. And like Pastor Sal, all you got to do is call on the name of Jesus. So I started calling on the name of Jesus. I said, Jesus, you know what? I said, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I'm not going to call Pastor Sal and say, I ain't going to do it. Because a lot of people do that, and then they, they, they forget what they got inside of. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Because when you when you speaking for Christ and when you running for Christ, you always got a word. <laughs> and the scriptures say, in and out of season, you got something. You just got to trust what you got in you. So I, I, you know, I was looking, I was looking over everything, and I was just like, well, you know, Lord, I'm just gonna trust. You. I, 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 I don't, I, you know, I give up. Karen, you need to sit down. You need to sit down and let the Spirit of the Lord work through you. So first of all, I was thinking about everything that the speakers before me had spoke on. Sister Heather spoke on uh, revolution. And I was trying to find out what revolution meant. And I was looking it up and, and I was like, just give me one word. And it was rebellion. You know, and, and, and that's what's going on. Everybody is being rebellious against Against the, the Lord. They're doing everything they want to change, but you can't get no change without Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, until they realize that you need Jesus to make a change out in this world, it ain't it ain't ain't not gonna happen. Y'all can get out there and do whatever you want to do. But unless you know King Jesus, you are not gonna make no change. Because he's the one that do the change. You gotta come to him first. Say, come to me. Come to me, and I'll take care of you. I'll fight your battles. But so we so busy, they so busy out there, and so sometimes so are we, because I just went through trying to fight my own battle, and he tells me to just step back and just say what's on your heart. Amen. Then we had uh, Sister Melville, she came forward with talking about the mission. Amen. The mission. A lot of people don't know what their mission is. 
But if you read the Bible, it tells you what your mission is. Your, your mission is to go tell somebody about King right. Jesus. Yes. 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 Simple as that. And I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. Tell them about Jesus. <laughs> He's one that, that they need to know, not you, Jesus. Because he's the answer, he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And they need to know that because right now they're dead as they can be. But when they come to learn about Jesus, they get life. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Then we had Brother Clinton. He came forth and he was talking about compassion. See, usually when the Lord gives us a mission to go talk to somebody, we don't have a whole lot of compassion. See, I, I'm a headbuster. I like to just go straight for the head. <laughs> but see, I learned through this thing that you got to have some compassion. Yeah. See, because I was still dealing like I was out in the world. I'm going to get them first. Well, this is how I'm going to get them. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to break you down and whatever you, you take from it is what you take from it. <laughs> but see, sometimes you have to give them a hard word, especially them. Well, they don't say that word, but they give me kind of a irate about that. But them Negroes on the street. You gotta hit them hard. Cause they think they the baddest thing that was. I used to think the same thing when I was out there. But Jesus said you have to be compassionate when you tell somebody something. You could give them a hard word and be compassionate. Hallelujah. Amen. And then I couldn't remember the other lady in my name, Latia. She she spoke about the plan. The plan. When God sent Jesus here on this earth, to walk this earth, he had to find out all the stuff that was going on, all the negative, all the sin, all this stuff that we yet still going through. He had to walk this earth and go through all that just so the Lord can make a change. See, it started out with Adam, and you know Adam and his wife, what they done, the Lord put in here, you know, started it off. That was at the beginning and they ate from the tree. So that opened up the hell right there that we are going through, that we have been born into. But he sent another Adam, Jesus, mm -hmm. to walk this earth mm -hmm. to see what everybody was doing. Even though God knows what he was doing, he, had to, he sent his son just to see it right up front. And his son was an example for us to see you can be humble in the stuff that you go through. Amen. Because whatever God's plan is for you, it ain't always going to be nice and tight. It ain't always going to be nice and easy. You see, you have to go through something. If Jesus went through something, you have to go through something to be more like Jesus. He didn't say, when you come to know me, everything's going to be cookies and ice cream. Oh, no. You can hang that up. Because I'm going to tell you, when you come to know Jesus and you start going through something, guess what? When you start going through those trials and tribulations, as they call it, adversities, mm -hmm. guess what? You're being mature. All right. Because one thing about it, if you can go through the adversities and the trials and stuff that you go through for Jesus, guess what? You're being renewed because every time, every time something comes up, you got to test. And that's the lift you up higher. And a lot of us don't like the test. We might not pass the test on the, on the first run. Just think about when you was in school and you was taking exams. You had to pass those exams just to get to the next grade. You didn't always pass them. Well, that's how it is with Jesus. 
You ain't gonna always pass your test. That's why he keeps giving it to you. So once you pass that test, guess what? You go to another grade, right? So you get elevated, you go to another level. And in that level, guess what? Things get harder. Yes. Things start changing. Like, that's why a lot of people don't want to move. That's why a lot of people don't want to stay wet right there where they at. Because they don't want to go through nothing. Well, Jesus, I'm, I made it here. I'm going to stay right here. I don't want to move no more. Find somebody else to do it. Now, I chose you to do it. Guess what? So, you know, if I chose you to do it, guess what? I can give you the strength to make it through. Come on, man. Hallelujah. Because God just that good. Yes, He's yes. just that good. He will bring you through. I don't care what it looked like, tastes like, like they say it could be a mother can stew. But I tell you one thing, once Jesus and God get through, when God get through working it out, guess what? It's going to be a nice, uh, what they call it, chicken soup. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm-mm, good. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you because, you know, we all got a mission. We all got something to do. And the main thing we need to do is just trust God in everything that we do. Yes. Every move you make, you ask him first. Yes. Lord, is this the right move? Yes. And he'll let you know. Because sometimes we want to run. But he said, no, I want you to run the race for me. I don't want you to run back to where you just came from. I want you to run the race for me. Yes. And when running the race for Jesus, yes. you're going to have a lot of obstacles in the way. But he says, he is the, what is it? How, what's the scripture? The lamp to your feet, to your feet, and the light to your path. Come on, y'all. Y'all gotta help me. I get excited when I start talking about Jesus because you know I'll, I'll mix up a scripture in a minute. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. Y'all know this in the scripture. He said he will be a light to our path. That's how much he loves us. He ain't gonna lead you wrong. See, we have a choice. And our choice is either to do right or do wrong. To follow you or follow what I want to do. And see, it, 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 and he'll let you do what you want to do. And once you bust your head a couple of times, guess what? You'll be like, Jesus, I need you. I know that was the wrong way, but I wanted to try just to see how good it was. <laughs> but see, that's the, our problem. We know that he's the good thing. So we want to try the other good thing, the thing that we think is good, mm -hmm. but it ain't quite so good. No. Woo, Jesus is just that good. Yeah. I, I I was just so concerned about getting up here because um my flesh got in the way. It did. True. But I thought about these uh three men in the Bible where God had Giving them talents. He gave them talents. And he told them to go out. And I can't remember exactly, but he told them to go out and, and work. Let's, let's put it like that. And then you got one that buried his, and you got two that went out and did something. See, that's how we are. He gave you a talent and a gift to do something, and some of us sit on it because of fear. Some of us will move. We won't move too far. We're going to stay in a small circle. And then you got that one to just go and do whatever. See, that's what God chose us. Because he sees something in us that we can, that we can just, just lift him up. That where we can draw people to him. Or either just tell them about him. 
Because all of us got something in us. Ooh, Jesus. You know, uh, I, I'm going to read some of these scriptures. I put these scriptures on my mirror. I, and I know I'm talking about all over the place, but I tell you one thing, when it comes down to praising the Lord, it ain't no all over the place. It's just that you're so excited because you know him that you want to put everything in it that you can. Yeah. Yes. You want to you wanna, you wanna make this great beef stew. You don't want no chicken. You want some beef. <laughs> and, and, and you want to just... You, you just want to give so much about what he's done for you and how he's worked in your life. And, and see, those are testimonies, and those things help people. Yes. They really do. So I put these scriptures on my mirror, and by now I should know them by heart, but I don't. So I, I put them here because it's, it, and the first one is from 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3. It says, but the Lord is faithful. Who should establish you and keep you from evil? I had to put that scripture up there because sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I forget that God is just that faithful. Mm-hmm. I forget that he can fix me where I'm at. Okay. He can establish me. He can move me where he wants to. Right. He can put me anywhere. And all I need to do is trust him because there's something inside of me that I can share with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Philippians 4 and 13, it said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That was one of my favorite scriptures. But when I was saying that, I didn't know. I didn't know exactly what it meant. Uh, it's, it's simple. It's simple to me now. No matter what, if you just open your mouth, let Christ speak to you, you can do all things. All things. You can help somebody. Stop holding on to your gifts. Stop holding on to what Christ has given you. Use it. Because it's so very, very important. Mm-hmm. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. See, when you get distracted and you're getting all confused, and you all, all, all discombobulated all over the place. That's a new word for me, y'all, discombobulated. All over the place. You have to remember that God hasn't given you that type of spirit. You know where that spirit comes from, right? Hallelujah. So that, that keeps me standing. Every word that's in this book is for us. That's how we stand. I'm going to read this one. First Chronicles 16, 11. It says, seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually. If we seek the Lord in the midst of all our troubles, if we seek him daily, even if he ain't going through no troubles, guess what? That just brings all comfort and, and joy to the Lord. It brings comfort and joy to you. Because if you seeking him, guess what? All that other stuff ain't got time to enter your head. That's what I like about the Word of God. If you got something you're going through, there's an answer. It's in this book. Yeah. A lot of us don't understand some of the things that we read. Don't worry about it. Just read it. It'll come back to you when you need it. Amen. It will. I say, Lord, have mercy. I say, you know what? 
I had to ask myself, and I think Pastor Sutton has spoken on this a while ago, or he um, was giving us some things to study, or asked us some things that what, what we think we should be doing. And one of the questions are, who are you living for? See, if you're living for yourself, you ain't gonna make it. But if you're living for Christ, you'll make it. You will. So my heart goes out to those that don't know Christ. You need to come to know him. Because it's a great thing. He can bring about a great change in your life. He's just that good. He's a mighty God. Yeah. And he loves you. I don't care where you at in your life. He loves you. Okay. I, I, I share this so much because when I realized what the real sound of the voice of the Lord was, I, I, man, I got so excited. It brings you to tears because, see, a lot of us, I know the Lord voice, but no. See, you got to be down in the mud. You got to be down in the mud and you got to be talking to him. Oh, Lord, I'm getting sensitive right now because I'm telling you, when I heard his voice and he told me he loved me, girl, you think I can turn my back on him? Come on. You think I can't get up here and say something in reference to my Jesus? Because one thing I can tell you, I know that Jesus loves me. Come on. And Lord, have mercy, when he told me that, I, I just, I just, I don't know, everything else, even though some things get in my way, I always say, Jesus said he loves me. He loved me. Yes. I don't know about y'all, but he told me he loved me. And I was thinking about getting a divorce from my husband and marrying Jesus. I said, Lord, have mercy. I said, Lord, you love me this much. <laughs> Woo! Give him some of that power. My husband, he loves you. Amen. Thank you. He loves you. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, oh, Lord God. And, and the next question is, is uh, what's at the center of your life? And I, you know, at first I had to think about that. What's at the center of my life? Because if Jesus is at the head of my life, can he also be in the center? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And he said, yes. Yes. You should always, you should have Jesus all over you. You should have him <laughs> the top, the middle, and the bottom. You should have him all over you. Man. That's, that, what's that, what's that, the, 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 uh, ooh, Lord, him. The, uh, arm. Talk to these, these young men 
And he said, you know, I just deal totally with the older men. He said, because I get a lot of knowledge from the older men. They stable in their minds. He said, but these young people that's my age and younger, he said, they ain't unstable in everything that they do. And I said, all right. And he just kept talking. And then he said, he said, mama, he said, just refer it to three rock climbers. And I was like, okay, son, you know, because the kids get to talking just crazy as me. They say anything, and you be like, okay, where's she going with this? But he said, Mama, there's three types of rock climbers. And he said, the first rock climber, he said, never starts. He talks about it. He looks at it, but he never starts. That's some of the facts. You say you're a saint of God. Mm-hmm. And you, you look at what God is telling you to do, but you be like, nah, mm-hmm. you get fearful. I, 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 I wait. I ain't ready yet. That's the first rock climber. The second rock climber is a freestyle rock climber. He climbs without any harnesses. He moves faster and he gets he gets quick results. But if he makes a mistake, he falls to the bottom and may not recover. Mm-hmm. That rock climber, one thing he got it out. Yeah. No word front and back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, I can get it done. Confidence in itself. Oh, I can get it done. Oh, all you got to do is ask me. I got it. I got it. Me, myself, and I. I got it. I can do this. I can do this. I've been caught. I can do this. But I ain't saying nothing about Jesus. The third, he uses a harness and stakes himself in every five to six feet. If he falls, it's not far. The safety harness gives him security. That's me. Because I trust in Jesus. And he ain't safe being no fool. So if you want to climb a rock, guess what? You better use those safety harnesses. <laughs> Don't take chances in your own strength. Mm-hmm. See, cause God ain't no tell you to move, and He ain't got you, and gave you the information, instruction, guided, gave you everything you need to climb. So why not climb? So don't worry about these other two, because they one was fearful and the one was doing it in his own strength. But the third one, he trusted in God, and he used every tool that God gave him to, to make the climb. See, sometimes you might be at the bottom of the mountain, but if you use what God gives you, you can climb. You'll make it. You just got to trust in him and in the tools that he gives you. Amen. And all the tools are right here. Yeah. All the instructions. Everything you need to make is right here. In the Bible, it says there's a time and a season for everything. So no matter what type of season you're in right now, God will get you through. Because he said he'll make a way out of nowhere. All you got to do is trust him and let him lead and guide you. Amen? Amen. Y'all, I'm going to end this because I am so grateful for what I do have. And I was not expecting God to work in me like this. I was not expecting half of the stuff that I said because I only had a few things. But see, that's one great thing. When you trust him in everything, when you give it to him, 
Boy, you'll be amazed at the things that he can do. Right. So I don't know who out there who's looking for a savior. I got one that'll do just what he can do. And that's Jesus. Amen. And so I open the door. I open the door. Because God said, if you bring them to me, I'll bring them down like an old shotgun and I'll make them new. All right. See, some of us need to be broke down like an old shotgun. And he's the one to do it. He can renew you. Go have that surgery and get them bullets up out of you. Because, see, they cause all kinds of problems. If you don't get them out of you, guess what? You're going to continue to have pain, hurt. But God, my God, he sent his one and only son. Here to save us from all this crazy stuff, sin, destruction, killing, all this stuff. He came here to save us, to lift us up, to pull us out of that old dirt that we was in, and pulled us in under his umbrella to teach us his word so we can go out there and snatch some of them out of there. That's our job. So those of you that, that say you got a gift and God is in you, the Holy Spirit is in you, start, start utilizing the Holy Spirit that's in you. Start trusting in the Holy Spirit that's in you. Because he'll send you to talk to some people that you would never thought that was meant for you to talk to. And guess what? The things that, that you say, you'll be like, where did that come from? He goes before you, he opens them up, and he gives you the words to say to for them to receive. A lot of things you might say to somebody, and they, they probably like, oh, she ain't talking to me. But what you have to realize is that you don't planted the seed. And when a person's constantly saying, I don't know who she thinks she was, she comes come to come and God told me that I need to stop doing this or uh, you know. When people start thinking about it, guess what? That's opening up something new. You have no idea because guess who went through it? I did. Because I came in, when I first came into this church body, I wasn't under uh, Pastor Sutton, but I was up under Pastor Gaskin. When I first came into this church, I was sitting. I always said that. That was my seat, like you say. That mine. Got my name in them. Pastor Gaskin got up and he started speaking. My whole story, abuse. <laughs> See, a lot of us don't, don't want to tell our stories. But when he started talking about the things that I had been through that led me here to St. Louis, I was like, who well, can't you tell this man all my business? You know, I, I get kind of mad. I want, you know, you know like I said, we're going to pimp slap somebody. <clears throat> but I, I was getting angry because I thought, Somebody had done, went to him, yeah, this girl, wrong lady right here. Yeah, she done been through this and she done been through that. You gotta watch her, da, 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 da. But see, that's what some people do. But see, Pastor Gaffney showed me so much love. He did. He showed me so much love. He told me he used to look at me because everybody else in there looked like ponies. He said, he said, they'd be looking at him like, and he said, he would look at me because I would always smile. And he said, he already knew everything that I was going through. But he said he would look at me and he said, I couldn't tell because you always a smile. And see, we got to stop covering up the pain that's in us. 
Because you can't move with a lot of pain. That's a lot of heavy baggage. So come to know Jesus. Because he's just that good. He will pull you out of the rut that you yeah, need. He will do what he do best. And that's save your soul. Amen. And I'm going to end with that. And I just want to thank you all for just being available to listen to a word that I know that came from God. All right. Because I didn't have a clue on what I was going to say. All right. Not a clue. And that's a good thing. Amen. Because I've been just talking about myself. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. I ask that you all just have a wonderful day. Uh, just think about what can you do for Christ that you're not doing. How can I ask Jesus, how can you use your gift more? Amen. Amen. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth Radio Network, and I'd like to thank all those who are listening around the world to our daily broadcast. If you would like to support this broadcast and the things we're doing over here at Walking Truth, you need to look in the description section and go to PayPal, Cash App, or Venmo. There is no amount too small, and I would like to thank you personally in advance, not only for your donation, but also for your prayers. So keep on listening, keep on praying, and donate to the work that we're doing over here at Walking Truth. Again, this is Pastor Jay. Thank you so much, and you will be in our prayers, and I hope that we will be in yours.